Ladies and gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. Now batting, batting, batting. and friends. Tell your friends, tell your friends. My man, the pan. Nobody can do what you're doing. That's right. Yo, yo. All right, 906, Carton and Friends. Great having you here. I watched actually more of the ESPYs last night than I thought I was going to watch. And you enjoyed it. Uh, there's parts of it. Parts of it were good. You know, I'm not, listen, I'm not a hater. I didn't yeah. think that Danica Patrick <clears throat> would be entertaining, and she wasn't. Uh, but there are certain aspects of of the awards I did like, for yeah. sure. So, yeah, some of them they, you know, some I didn't care for. Well, that's like any award show. You're not going to like everything. Yeah. I, I thought she was competent. She didn't. She wasn't unlikable. She didn't embarrass herself. She did not embarrass herself. Clearly, she's not a comedian. She doesn't do stand up. Right. Uh, there's a couple of jokes written first. Some were decent. Yeah. You know that some with a better delivery, I think would have gotten great laughs out of. Mm-hmm. Uh, some were good. The LeBron hair joke was good. That was good. You the know, J.L. Uh, Smith one was good. Yeah, there was a couple of good jokes. Uh, albeit, uh, you know, it ended. It's a weird way. You know, there's no thing in the news where they say. You don't end a news report with a with a bad story. Yeah. You always want to, and you notice if you ever watch the 11 o'clock news or the five o'clock, six o'clock news, they never end the news on a down note ever. Yeah. If it bleeds, it leads, but it never ends that way. And the and that's every newscast you will ever see for the rest of your life. The final story is uh, usually a pick me up. A feel good story. A feel good story. That's how every newscast in the history of time ends. Watch the news tonight. I, that's how it is. That's the playbook for doing the news. A firefighter rescues a kitten out of a tree. Oh, something. that's a good Some one, yeah. feel-good story. Yeah. Uh, old people did something good. Yeah. Charity-wise, whatever it might be, a pretty dog, something that makes you go, <laughs> and then you go to bed and you feel good about yourself, yes. right? Pick you me wake up. up the next day, life sucks, but for that brief moment in time, at 11.30, the news ended on a pick-me-up. There you go. It's going to be sunny tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up, it's raining. It's raining, yes. Yeah. Boring right. cats and dogs. So that being said, to end an award show that went on for three hours last night with the most important, I thought, part of the night, which is these extraordinarily brave women taking the st- taking the stage and letting people see who they are and standing there in solidarity as uh, sexual assault victims and showing their strength. Yes. To me, I wish they had done that to open the show or middle of the show because it was so impactful and so powerful. I'm Ryan Burke. I'm the head cider maker at Angry Orchard and we're in Brittany, France. I wanted to make Angry Orchard Rosé cider out of my love for rosé wine. We came here and found these red-fleshed apples. It's a really rare fruit. The apple brings a right, refreshing, natural taste to the cider and a deep, nice pink rosé hue. Our rosé is a little bit less sweet. It's got a really nice balance for any occasion. It's a really refreshing drink. Angry Orchard Cider Company, welcome to Drink Responsible. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that I can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away 
and make it more manageable. That has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Call the CPAP hotline now. 800-430-4234. 800-430-4234. That's 800-430-4234. Copays and deductible supply. Supplies are replaced in accordance with Medicare guidelines iHeartRadio loves music. So let's count the ways. Over 20 million songs from 800,000 artists. All free. And like Pandora, you can create your own custom station from any of those 800,000 artists. Just tell us an artist or even a song that you like, and we'll build a custom playlist for you. Add to that thousands of the best live radio stations, and you'll never have to worry about finding the perfect song for your commute, mood, or party. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download our iHeartRadio app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Okay, 912, Cardin and Friends, great having you here. I should uh, do the uh, typical everyday morning introductions tonight, of course, is Michelle Serpico. Good morning, Michelle, how are you? Good morning, I'm good, how are you? Great, fantastic. Over there is uh, Corey Parsons, Section 203, as his Yankees get ready for what should be the easiest second-half opening for any team in all of baseball as you play the New York Mets. Oh, that's three W's right there. Get the second part of the Subway Series. Get that out of the way. Get that wrapped up. And then get to the Major League Ball Clubs. Apparently, the schedule makers want the New York Yankees to start the second half of the season playing a minor league team. So they put the Mets on the Listen, schedule. Listen, take it anywhere you can take it. I can tell you that right yes, now. You're right? A New you York, take it. You're take New York it, Mets. Take it. Take it. Take it. Not that they used to be my <laughs> New York Mets. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I don't. Listen, maybe I'm in a weird mood today. I don't know. Um, Seems like it again. Uh, not again. Wait, 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 I'm wait, always in a fun mood. I'm always happy. Complete. I'm always positive. I, I, I mean, I you know. can hear it's, a pin drop in the break. Yeah. Uh, you can hear a pin drop I'm in a the little, break. Because I have other things going on that I'm a little distracted by. Okay. I'm trying to uh, take care. Like, it's 9 o'clock in the morning. Yes. Yeah. So business has started for everybody else now. Exactly. But so I got to do a show. Yeah. Uh, and I also have to take care of other things that are very, very pressing right now. All right. And I only have three minutes to do it at a time. I can't wait till noon <laughs> so I can walk out and go do it and leave you guys alone till 10 o'clock. I didn't want to do that. So I'm trying to multitask is what I'm trying to do. I got your back. And then I'm emotional because, you know, seeing 100 victims of sexual abuse on a stage together... And having three of those very brave women speak last night on stage, each one of them coming from a little bit of a different background. Yeah. But at the same, uh, unfortunately, the story is the same. They were uh, defiled. They were uh, abused. They were assaulted. 
all by the same man. It's Martin, man, man, my ass, monster. Yeah, that, that dude. You talk about somebody. Yo, he needs to be dead. Larry Nash. My understanding is guys like that get taken care of in prison. At some and, point. and absolutely. And you know, when they came on stage last night, they called themselves uh, um, the survivors of of sisterhood. You know, sisterhood of survivors. You know, some of the stories that they told as girls as young as eight, nine years old, and some of the things that this hum- this hideous human being was doing to them and the excuses that he was giving to them of why it was natural, why it was being done, he needs to disgusting. be dead. Yes, I agree, especially because, you know, uh, what he did, especially, listen, no matter who does, I don't care what position you're in, it's disgusting. But the fact that he was a doctor mm-hmm. and the fact that so many of these women did say something and it fell on deaf ears. Or people said, you don't want to get in that fight. You don't want to be the one that says that. Yeah. You know, you're going to ruin your chance at a gold medal or at a college championship. To me, as offensive as what this animal and monster did, the fact that there were other educators and leaders of young people and coaches and teachers and executives of a school out of the Olympic body that encouraged these women to keep their mouths shut and made them feel, I'm sure, incredible shame yeah. in what was going on. To me, every one of those people uh, bear a, a, a bit of responsibility as well because, you know, and I thought one of the gals who spoke last night, it may have been Allie Raceman, I thought made a very interesting point, one that you know, shouldn't be lost on deaf ears, and that is, you know, the, the women up on stage covered almost 20 years. Uh, time frame. Yeah. Uh, so there are women in their 40s, and unfortunately there are women in their 20s who are all victimized by this animal, right? Yeah. yeah. And what's amazing, and when you take what's really amazing in a negative way, is when you take stock of what one of the gals said, which was, which was, had a single person, an executive, a teacher, an educator, a coach, a trainer, whomever, a nurse, whatever it might be, had anybody had the forthright to stand up for the victim when the victim went to them and said, look, something's wrong. The exam's not what it should be. I feel it's always touching me, whatever he was doing, right? Think about all the women on that stage that never would have had to have experienced it. Yep. And that, to me, was the more the, the crushing blow emotionally to me is that had someone done the right thing 15 years ago, and stood up for a woman who was courageous enough to say something, then all the women that came after never would have been abused, molested, assaulted. And I would say, while Larry Nasser's in jail for the rest of his life, and hopefully uh, meets an untimely end, Yes. for the people that did get spoken to, that were you know addressed and asked for help, that encourage these women not to say anything. Name or, names. Or turn their back on these women and walked away or didn't want to believe it or whatever they, whatever excuse you want to come up with. Those people should be forced to sit in a room with all the people that were victimized after. Yep, 100%. Because you are partially responsible for what those women went through also. And not just the women. There's a collateral damage to the families of these women couldn't imagine that you have a beautiful daughter as I do. I couldn't imagine being the father of a kid that went through that. Exactly. And then knowing that someone could have stopped it before it happened to my kid. Exactly. I'm with you 100% on that. But as I was thinking about this thing last night, 
I'm also curious as to what the what did the parents do because that's going to be the child's first line of defense. Mommy, daddy, this sure. ha- this happened to me. At that point. It's like you can't talk me out of not going up to that school and kicking this dude's ass right. because kids don't lie about stuff like that. Yep. I don't care how much the university is trying to cover it up. Right. If a child comes to you and tells you they're uncomfortable in this situation, why isn't your ass up at that school? Well, now, unfortunately, what happens in that situation is the far majority of these kids did not tell their parents. <sighs> uh, and um, the far majority of victims of sexual assault like that, unfortunately, don't tell anybody. And they deal with it. They try, however they emotionally, uh, you know, handle it or, you know, box it up or whatever the case may be. The far majority of these families did not know. You have to carry it. Then, then this, this they, makes it even worse because he, you're carrying that yep. for so long. And that's why there's such uh, high levels of depression and suicide and, you know, drug problems afterwards and just life problems and inability to have relate normal, you know, relationships, you know, whether they be you're straight, gay or otherwise. Uh, and it's a burden. It's a terrible burden. And then it becomes a burden on the families because as a father or mother or brother or sister, the fact that you find out later you, and you go, I, I could have helped. You can, you feel I like you let the child something. down. Uh, and you feel for sure you do. Uh, and then there's one guy, I remember when Nasser was in court, you may remember, this one father went after him. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, you know, you know, and they, yeah. let, they, uh, they had to arrest him, but they let him go, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, he he saw this animal yeah. who defiled his daughter, and he went and attacked him. Mm-hmm. And good for him. Yes, yeah, no doubt. Seriously. There's not a jury in America that find that guy guilty. No, of you're not, he's not gonna put him in the slammer. He was doing no, what no, he no. was supposed so, to do. And uh, you know, Danica Patrick, of course, hosting it. You know, had the final word last night, which I thought was very appropriate. And li- listen, I'm sorry to start the show on this note, but you know, it's important because the the goal now has to be that. There are guys right now in positions of power, in positions of leadership and coaching, who are now, unfortunately, who are doing what Larry Nasser did. Yeah. It is happening right now. And you hope that a moment like last night will empower... And by the way, it's not just women that are sexually assaulted. Yes. As we're in with Ohio State, men are too at Penn State. It happens to young men too. You hope that what happened last night becomes in some weird way empowering to people who are being victimized to say something. Yeah, that's so they can stand that up. They know that they're not alone, right. that the world, literally, the world is not going to mock you or make you feel bad about it. Everyone's got your back. But to take that first step forward is, uh, I'm telling you, it's a it tough a, step. It's a, it's now you look at the contrast from last night. You have that situation with this this uh, animal at Michigan State, this NASA character, right? But then you have also the coaches that did the right thing from that high school in Florida, uh, Major Reece Stoneman Douglas, yeah. who shielded those kids from the bullets when that horrible tragedy happened sure. there. When you're a parent and you send your children to school or to be a part of youth sports, that's the kind of people you want working with them, somebody that's going to stand up and be brave and protect them and not somebody that's going to defile them. Yeah, it's the exact yeah. opposite. It's a, fair, a good point, Corey. And they, they honored and acknowledged uh, those three coaches at Stoneman, uh, who uh, who uh, were shot and killed in their attempts to protect kids from flying bullets. And it's a great dichotomy because there's three men who stood up and gave their lives for their kids. Yep. Who are obviously great coaches, great teachers, the whole bit. And then you have the exact opposite. You know, I, in a weird way, I wish they had ended honoring those coaches. The coaches. But then you can make the point, why would you bury that at the end either? It, regardless, it was an emotional show, for sure. 
we got other sports to get to as well. 844-843-6879. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003, 800-485-6003, 800-485-6003, 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. What, what? That's right, Carton and friends. 844-843-6879. Down, 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 down. Do, 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 do. <laughs> da, 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 da. Did you go see Billy Joe last night? Is that's why? Hundredth uh, show. Is that why you Square Garden doing these do, do, do? And you're kind of do, do, you kind of beat with it too. It's a little da, da, da. What happened? Did you go? I did not go. Oh. You know why? Because I don't go out on a school night. Oh Me yeah, neither. you had class I this morning. I go out on Fridays and Saturdays. Okay, all right. Unless you had something good to do. <laughs> and uh, Billy Joel's great. I mean, 100 uh, sold-out shows in Madison Square Garden. 
please. The game of play. What do you mean, oh, please? I'll stop it with the Billy Joel. Billy great. Joel, Billy baby. Joel's the 60s. Come on now. Sing us let's a song. The, You're the, the piano 60s. man. The 60s. Give us, get, let's get Sing some more up-to-date music, please. Tonight. Yeah. Drake won't sell it out 100 times. I, I don't like Drake either. Probably difficult to do. Uh, 100 sell it out. sellouts. 100. He'll sell it out. You, you put Nobody else will ever do you it again. You give him four nights at the garden, he'll sell out all four nights. Four nights. He ain't selling out 100 nights. Sing us a song. You're the piano man. You know that song. I, I've heard that song before. It's it's not in my top ten of all time. You got to be the big shot. Din That's ju- another you know good that Joe, Billy Joel jam. But uh, I'm not going to Madison Square Garden every time the son come to Madison Square not Garden. Not every time. To but pay two hundred and three hundred dollars to sit in the nosebleeds to watch Billy Joel right. sing songs from the sixties. I agree. You'd go once a year though, wouldn't you? No. I mean, no. You guys suck <laughs> musically. Both of you. No, you I mean, no. you do. Billy you Joel's going, a rock star. If you're going to take me into the suite and we go have a good yeah, time like that, right. then I'm, then go, I'm not I'm going not to sit in section bleeds. 213 Sorry. with everybody from Long Island to watch Billy Joel sing songs you from know the 50s. full well that I will take you into the suite and give you all the booze that you want to <laughs> drink. Oh, then it's, then oh it's now you oh, so, <laughs> so basically, I'm only friends with if I do things for you. I see what's going on. Hey, Corey. Yo. Yeah, Marvin Gaye. Uh, Jimi Hendrix. Did you ever hear those guys? Yes. Great music from the 60s. <laughs> that's, that's, that's okay. Piano Man was 1973, by the way. Right, that's cool. right. 70s, 60s, it's all the same. It's an old white guy playing music with a jacket on. I know I'm where saying, you, I, I, I know I where you no both these guys are with, at. With Billy Joel, <laughs> I'm just saying. Every Joel. time it's a Madison Square Garden, it's Billy Joel. It's the front page of the, new, of the newspaper. Hundred times. Come on, I'm out. sick of it already. It's the world's most Billy famous Joel. arena. It is the world's most famous arena, and, and the basketball team sucks. And he sold it out a hundred times. Yes, he did. All right, That's enough. Right, enough already. With no Billy one else Joel alive today. Although Elton John could do it, the Stones could do it. I would see Elton John before. He can do it. What happened? I would see Elton John before. No, I they, they did a tour together once. Oh. How about that? I wouldn't do the tour. I would can you name five John. Elton John songs? Tiny Dancer. Tiny Dancer. Um. Mhm. 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 I'm a tough guy over there. Um, Aren't right. Elton John? Tiny, Tiny Dancer. We got that one already. Yeah. Um, do you even know how Tiny Dancer goes? Hold me close now, Tiny Dancer. Hold me close now, Tiny Dancer. Yeah, like that's what's the one where they're dancing to in that one movie? Uh, oh, that that one in that one movie. Yeah, that's uh, that's specific. Um, the one with uh, Hi, uh, what's her name? Heidi Klum. No, Heidi. No. Heidi. Heidi. No, Catherine Heigl. Catherine Heigl. And Gerard Butler. No. Again. You know what I'm talking about. You don't know two Elton John songs, but you'd sooner see Elton John in concert than Billy Joel. Yeah. Now give me, hold out your hand like that. Hold out your hand like that. <laughs> Bad girl. You can name more Billy Joel songs than uh, Elton John yeah, songs. Yeah, I named them yesterday, but That's I Googled. That's right. And you over I there. Piano Man is a jam. Piano Man is a jam. That's yeah. a jam. That's a jam, yeah. Piano Man. Sing us a and song. And the other one you were singing is a jam, too. Did you like We Didn't Start the Fire? We Didn't Start the Fire is a jam. Another oh, one. I like yep. that one. Oh, another one you like. Yeah. I guarantee that if you, if I took you to Billy Joel, yeah. of the, let's say, 30 songs he plays, You'll know every word of 25 of them. I don't think I know every word of 25 of yeah, them. Yeah, there are five songs you won't know, and Billy Joel even admits he'll play a song that he likes that was never popular, mm-hmm. and uh, he's done this almost every concert I've seen. Yeah, and he goes, look, he goes, good time to go get a beer, Yeah. go to the bathroom. Oh, he give you a little... He goes, you've never heard this song. Yeah. No one ever bought it. I like playing it. Consider it like an intermission. An intermission, okay. You have five minutes to come back. 
because then we're playing uh, scenes from the Italian restaurant. I like where he. I, I like that the fact that he and does he, that. And everyone he's goes. Honest. Yeah. Built I like that. Intermission. I like that. Yeah, he goes. Look, he goes. That. You don't even know the words to this. Go get a beer. Yeah, exactly. But who opens up these Billy Joel festivities at Madison Square Garden? Uh, t- typically nobody. Really, you just come out there, one man yeah. gang, bang, bang, yeah. bang, 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 bang. Typically, uh, he does not have an opening act. How long do they typically go for? Oh, he'll play. He'll play two and a half hours. Oh. Uh, he'll give you a concert. These old school guys, they play. Yeah. Like Bruce Springsteen, who I'm not a fan of, he did like three hours at Barclay Center. Good for he, him. And then, you know, at MetLife. Like, he gets up there, he just, uh, uh, just, you know, groaning and moaning his way throughout the concert. But he, that's what he does. Mm. You know who loves that? Who? Bob in Vermont. Bob, good morning. How are you, buddy? <laughs> Hey, Bob. Hey, Craig. How you doing? Doing good, Spank. What's up, Bob? Nice. Everyone's a Billy Joel fan. There's certain artists that you can't dislike. Billy Joel's one of them. I know. Guess who I got to talk to yesterday, Craig? Who'd you talk to yesterday? I got to talk to Eric Young, the wrestler. He was on Greg's show yesterday. Greg who? Sussman, you <laughs> just upstairs. Greg. How am I supposed to know who he's talking about? I don't Greg know Sussman, you know who Sussman yeah, but I know, is. I, but when someone goes, I was on Greg's show, I don't know what Greg is no, talking about. The BFF. You well, know, he you didn't know, say F- that. F- oh. Yeah, BFFs, yeah. Nice show. Yeah, I mean, he, he was on that show. Now, Eric Young? Yeah, it was. I, yeah, we yeah, met, I, I, I told PJ to save the audio of Bob's call to Eric Young. It was kind of. Is Eric Young the big guy? Like this is a wrestler. You know what I'm saying? It was. I'll be honest with you, Bob. I, it was a little scary. You know what I mean? Cause I'm trying to think. I don't even know who Eric Young is. I it was kind of Captain Insano. Remember from Waterboy? Captain Insano when Waterboy called yeah, to yeah, talk yeah. to the wrestler. It was kind of like that. To it be was, honest it was with like you. Um, it's a little nervous. You're worried. You're worried <laughs> for Eric Young more than anyone else. Yeah, exactly. Wait, are you there? I'm right is here, Greg baby. There? What do you want? He's actually with Greg. Is Greg Sussman there, too? No, he's downstairs. I'm sure we, we, I can get oh, him for you. <laughs> what do you want? Oh, I just... Did I scare him, Eric Young? Yes, oh, you, but Bob, you scare everybody except for me. <laughs> I know. You don't scare me. I'm the only guy you got. I'm giving you a chance to talk on the radio a couple times a week. I know. You're awesome. I'm great. I'm amazing. I said you're awesome. Yes, you are. I've improved your life tenfold. <laughs> well, I like to talk to you. Awesome. You By the way, I've got a great thing know? for the New York Mets. Bob, listen to this. You ready for this? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the big thing with the Mets right now, if you care about New York at all, is God trade DeGrom. Let's get DeGrom. Who are we going to trade DeGrom for? God trade DeGrom. Uh, and if, if, if the Yankees were willing to, or, you know, if you were willing to do a trade with the Yankees, You'd actually get a couple legit, you know, no-joke prospects. Yeah. I think you could get Frazier, frankly. Uh, okay, fine. The Mets won't trade with the Yankees, which to me is you know, stupid, but that we know they're going in. I've got an, a novel idea for the New York Mets, and to be uh, as completely transparent about it, it this stems... Band? What happened? Disband? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'll tell you. My, my novel idea... Yeah, the only the best idea I've ever had was the Will Punsey to sell the team, but that's not happening, at least not yet. But here's the deal. Here's the novel idea, and it's based on Bryce Harper's interview during the All-Star game. All right. And something that I've thought for a while. Now, to be honest, as you guys know, coming into this year, I, I was a Met backer from a standpoint. I thought they had a chance 
to be a wild card team. You yeah, I remember. Did. You said I, I, I picked the Nationals to win the division. Mm-hmm. So I'm off on that right now. Were they five out, whatever it is. But I thought the Mets would be eligible or competing for a wild card yeah, spot. Yeah, I believe you said that on the second episode. And, and I said that for a month. And I was, yeah. I was like, you're crazy. You're crazy. I go, no. And Bryce Harper said something that uh, stayed with me to this day. Today's already Thursday. So uh, it's been a couple days. I haven't forgotten it. And I've done a lot of things that would make me forget. <laughs> Such as? What I've heard. Okay? Uh, that, so here's the deal. Syndergaard. DeGrom. Wheeler. And Mats, four horsemen of the New York Mets starting pitching rotation. Supposed to be. Syndergaard, DeGrom, Wheeler, and Mats. Mats, yeah, it's four. All of them as of this minute in time, under 30 years old. Uh Syndergaard's about to be 30, right? None of them making significant money. No. And if and when you could ever get them all healthy, I would make the argument that is as challenging a starting four as any team in baseball has in either league. We haven't seen nothing. But my point is this. If everyone agrees that the way to build a winning, sustainable franchise is pitching first, you got to have pitching, or I don't care what you got offensively, you're not going to win a World Series. All right. If I'm the New York Mets, and I, listen, Cespedes is still out, maybe back this weekend. I made some bad moves in the offseason. I brought yeah. some guys in for big money that haven't panned out. The core of what I believe in, in building a baseball team, is pitching. I've got four young guys, none of whom are making significant money, right? Why would I blow that up when, if I just did a better job as a GM in free agency, maybe even in a trade here or there, that if these guys were ever healthy, and listen, that's some, there's no... No, only collateral ligament damage this year. Yeah. So it's been a little picky and crap that's happened to them this Fingers year. Fingers and stuff like that. Why am I going to get rid of DeGrom when if I got those four guys healthy next year and made literally two good moves as a GM, I'm good enough to win the National League East because the Nationals clearly are on the downstroke. I wouldn't go that far. Philadelphia, I think, is a paper tiger, they're, although getting better. On their the pitching up. staff ain't great. They're on the up. And while Atlanta's on the up as well, DeGrom, Syndergaard, Wheeler, and Matt are better than any four that those two teams have. When are we going to see them play together? Well, why am I blowing it up? The fan base is, I'm not. The, fan base, the fan base is sick of yeah. we have these four pitches. I'm not blowing it Show up. Show me something. I'm not blowing it up. I'm not blowing it up. I'm going the other way. I'm going against conventional wisdom. That's why I'm good at what I do. I'm going to build from what what I got. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, 
Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from Resort Release, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get rid of their expensive timeshares. Once you've made that decision to get rid of your timeshare for any reason, Resort Release is offering a Better Business Bureau accredited way to legally get rid of your timeshare guaranteed. We guarantee to get rid of your timeshare payments permanently. Even if you've tried another company to get rid of your expensive timeshare call now and see if we can help you at resort release you don't pay anything until you're ready if you're ready to learn how to permanently get rid of your costly timeshare make this complimentary free call right now 800-598-0539-800-598-0539-800-598-0539 that's 800-598-0539 If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. <clears throat> We're giving away more World Series tickets on FNTSY Sports Radio Network. Are? This time, that's Let's right. Let's do it. Let's do it. It is the winner of the free DFS baseball contest. These contests are sponsored by DKMS, who are looking for your help in the fight against blood cancer. For many patients, a bone marrow transplant is the best chance for survival. About 30% of patients can find a matching donor in their families. 70%, nearly 14,000 each year, must rely on a benevolent stranger to step up and donate. Yeah. You can find out how to help the cause and win 2018 World Series tickets playing free Daily Fantasy Baseball by going to DailyRoto.com slash DKMS. Once again, DailyRoto.com slash DKMS. Your ticket to the World Series and someone's ticket to life. As they said, ticket to ride, white line highway. Tell all your friends they can come my way. That Billy Joel? Sell your soul. No. Oh, Grandmaster <laughs> Oh, my bad. Uh, Come on now. Oh, Grandmaster I, I, I recognized it. I didn't think it was big. Ticket to ride, White Line Highway. Tell all your friends they can come my way. It's about cocaine. White. Interesting. Line. What was? The white. Oh, line. okay. Makes sense. Running through yeah. your mind. White. 
lines. Everyone's song against cocaine, everybody be in the club getting high. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, after the SPs last night, baseball uh, returns, as you know, and everyone's very excited about that. Meanwhile, the British Open is underway. Oh, we'll boy. get to that at the top of the hour. Bones will have an update on that. I know some of you actually you know, went into convulsions because you couldn't wager on a sporting event for the last three days. So you decided to put a couple buckets on uh, the T- British Open. Tijuana basketball. <laughs> I, I know you have Cardinals-Cubs tonight. That's one game series tonight. Eight days. That's the only game. Is that it's the only, only game? game on the docket tonight is the Cubs and the Cards, that rivalry out there in the Midwest. So if that's something that you can get some action on, too. There you go. Uh, Michelle's got the social, though. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. So I didn't get to watch the ESPYs last night because it's past my bedtime. But, um, 8 o'clock? I, yeah, 8 o'clock. Literally oh. 9 o'clock is my bedtime. I like it. And you, I was it's a school night. Mind. Get yourself prepared for today, especially yes. after the way you've performed this week. Try to end the week on, on, a, on, a, on a good note. I, I, by the way, I appreciate that. Okay, good. It was a long way with me, for sure. So, anyway, um, it was funny, though, because when I was watching the clips, I couldn't tell, like I, I, like you said, she, I don't think she did as best as I thought she was going to do, too, because she's not she, she's funny. She's not a comedian. But she's not funny, like but she's funny. But it didn't look the crowd fine. there gave her great reaction. Let's remember this. The crowd, you know, I'll give you an example. So, Jon Stewart uh, was uh, presenting the award for the uh, Pat Tillman uh, Award, right? And I went to this uh, gentleman who started um, one of these great... Um, Disaster uh, rescue. Yeah, uh, disaster response. Uh, what the hell? Team. Um, God dang, I'm block, blocking on the name. Um, he was a former Wisconsin offensive lineman, and he started this great. I mean, great. He was went to went to Afghanistan. He was in the military uh, because he respected Pat Tillman so much. Yes. Uh, team uh, Robocon, I think it's called. I, the name skips my mind, but it was Team Robocon. I saw. I definitely saw the name last night. And they go into like disaster areas. Son, name is Jake help. Wood or something like Jake that. Jake Wood, right? Yeah. So. He, in introducing the story, he uh, shouts out, you know, the men and women of the military. Mm-hmm. And, like, one guy on the way back clapped. He goes, he, he goes, I, it's the Marines, folks. It's okay to clap for the Marines. Yeah. And what it dawned on me, this professional, typically, because there's some college kids there, but the sports audience, they don't like making fun of themselves, right? They don't, like, half of them wearing sunglasses indoors, yeah. right? Yeah. And it, because maybe it's the social climate that's going on. I don't know. It seems like they just, like, it was such, it was like the Oscars. It's such a stiff room. It's people are wrapped up in their self like in that, that room. Should, that, that should be like, that. the ESPYs used to be a party. Yeah, it should be more. It used to be, they're all drinking, having a good time, laid back. And there are guys that you can't make fun of anybody now. Yeah, no, nah, you know. Which you, is why they had Danica Patrick doing it. I really didn't like her dress in the beginning. The that red dress? Dr- the black dress was, was good. The pink dress was busted. I don't know why she wore that. She, well, she someone, nice she's got stylists. Yeah. She, can, she can do better I don't think that. she wouldn't picked it out. Somebody brought that joint someone to her. Said, yeah, someone well, said her to her, why don't, you, why don't you wear this? Yeah. 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 Not, not not a, I would rock thing. out of, I mean, a dope tech tuxedo. I'd be up there getting I people. I liked Kuzma's. Um, Kyle Kuzma's get up? Yeah, yeah. I liked his get up. Yeah, all right. What about Odell's like get up? You like yeah, Odell? Yeah, I did. I think Odell's got really good style. Eh, not, not for me. It wasn't for me. Not he's, for me. He's very flashy, but he rocks. He's very it. flamboyant, but you know, it's hard. It's, you see, when you see him, you see the hair. That's what you see. Yeah, hair. that's what I mean. It goes with the whole. But I thought he did. Listen, image. he at least seems like you know. It's hard to make fun of him too. He's sensitive. Well, he's very, I like he's Odell. very sensitive. I'm a very big Odell. Yeah, you know, I got into it with him once. Uh, he remember he came out with, like his own uh, emoji company or something. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, and he's sitting there, and he wouldn't look at me in the eyes, and he's all over here. Yeah. And I go, are you miserable? Like, don't you, don't sit down and talk to me if you're miserable. Yeah. 
And one of the PR guards is like, thank God you said something. He's such a douche today. <laughs> you know what's crazy? But I don't care. He blocked Jake Seeley on Twitter. Really? Did he? He blocked Jake Seeley on Twitter. For, wow. for like, nobody knows why. Why? Well, it's got to be maybe, a reason. Maybe he didn't like where, he, where Jake had him ranked in the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Package oh, thing. Yeah, but, uh, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, nah, he blocked Seely, the All In Kid, is blocked by Odell Beckham on Twitter. Wow. I think very great. sensitive. <laughs> there you go. That's very, funny. very sensitive. Very sensitive. Anyway, go ahead, Michelle. So the first bit I heard of her was her poking fun at LeBron and the J.R. Smith, the uh, one point thing. That was when I saw the saw that the reaction from the crowd was. See, and that I was a good the, line. Did we have the audio? Have the sound downstairs. Yeah, here, here it is. It's a good line. You guys want to play that or no? I mean, who doesn't love LeBron James? He's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. And now LeBron is the newest Los Angeles transplant. Los Angeles transplant is also what he Googles when he needs new hair. That was was a tough one right there. She came for him. Hold on. LeBron, when he hosted, he made fun of me too. I'd say we're even. J.R. Smith would say we're up by one. That was great. That's a good line. That's a good one right there. And I got some laughs there, but... She's not a comedian, so her delivery. She, yeah. There's right. a. There's Which isn't a, her fault, right? There's a pace to delivering jokes. Yes. Right. There's a pace to doing updates. We're working on it. <laughs> I think we did a good job. But there's I only a pace. like today. when do you pause? Yeah. When do you let the audience get the joke and respond to it? Yeah. Um, and that's you know you can't just go up on stage and do that well. Yeah, true. So that's well, I listen. Get, I get what you're whoever saying. Whoever wrote it, it's a good line. Yeah. You know, like the delivery could have been so much better. Yeah, Maybe but she's she not a comedian. It. Let me hear. Let me hear you do that same joke. Um. Wait, what did she say? Something about a transplant? So LeBron's the latest Los Angeles transplant. So LeBron's the latest Los Angeles transplant. Speaking of Los Angeles transplant. Speaking of Los Angeles transplant. That's where he's going to go as his hair keeps falling out. That's where he's going to go when his hair keeps falling out. Oh, God. Michelle, you get that's not. Yeah, LeBron hosted a couple years ago, and he made fun of me. So I would say right now, we're even. Okay. Of course, J.R. Smith thinks that he's up one. <laughs> That's a knee slapper. Then the next one she said, though, that was funny, was her poking fun. Um, she was saying that, like, who went to each team? And she was saying that Ben Simmons went to the Kardashians. Hey, that's a, again. Bones has that one, too. Go ahead. Let me hear that one. So many big NBA moves this offseason. Kawhi Leonard went to the Raptors. Dwight Howard went to the Wizards. And Ben Simmons went to the Kardashians. Good one. Good line. Good one. I thought that was a good one. Good, really one. good line. Not it's the good best line. delivery, but she it's a good solid. She could have created that one. That was a better That's, delivery than the other she, one. No, Michelle, she didn't make any of these jokes. Okay, but no, no, she there's a, there's a team of writers. She yeah. didn't write any jokes. Even they that one. They tell her the joke. Yeah. And then for the last two weeks, they have her on the stage performing. Mm-hmm. She probably did that ten to twenty times, so that when the time she got up there, she knew the joke. She'd have to rely on the teleprompter. And she was comfortable on stage. Oh, I yeah. They practice for weeks. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you—that's not your your strength. <laughs> reading is not your strength. <laughs> it's not. Like you're better <laughs> reading off the phone than reading off a I computer. Am. I have another thing that I have to read off the phone. Do you all do that one right now? Well, you do whatever you want. All right. We're on your so, time. So, 
Drake, of course, had to take to social media to comment on the DeMar DeRozan, Kawhi Leonard trade. Sure, he's uh, the mascot for Toronto. Yeah, well, I wouldn't know I want exactly. to hear from Drake. He's like the GM at this point. So, mm-hmm, oh, wait, mm-hmm, hold on. Let me mm-hmm, get to it in mm-hmm. my phone. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> what? And then what, is, what does he say exactly? Oh, no, hold on. I lost it. Wait. You're okay? No, wait, I got it. Okay. All right. So, it was, like, it was a picture of... Um, Kawhi with the ball and DeMar was, you know, guarding right. him. Okay. And it said, to my brother, DeMar DeRozan, I want to say 10 million thank yous on behalf of your, in all caps, city. You are a, fig- a fixture in Toronto forever, and you gave everything you had. Through your leadership, we had the most exciting, we had the most exciting years in the franchise history. I am grateful to have witnessed your combination of skill, persistence, and loyalty from the same seats every night. Thank you for being an incredible captain and an even better friend. To Kawhi, we look forward to this new chapter and we welcome you, we again, to the most intense and supportive city in NBA basketball. They are, they, listen, they That's are a good of a fan base. They, I, they, and they're very smart in how they get people into that building too. Yeah. Like they'll do ethnic nights uh, to get people to come in. I remember like when Jeremy was on the Knicks and his first game in Toronto, they made a Chinese American night. Yeah, good job. And they 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 went to whatever Chinese, Canadian or American communities there are into Toronto uh, downtown. I went, hey, come see Jeremy Lin. So they're very that team does a very good job of marketing itself and getting people. And listen, they've been good too. Yeah, but they they do a good job of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seemed like a very heartfelt uh, speech. I wonder if the same guy that writes his raps. Wrote that speech. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know the last that? time somebody somebody came for Jake for having the Ghost Rider, he really clapped back wow. at him. What if you don't want Drake to drop a Craig Carton diss track? Yes, well, I did. Oh my soft. goodness, diss tracks aren't even that good. So oh, he killed he, he, he killed Meek Mill on back to back. You don't want a back to back about Craig Carton, son. I don't know. Listen, I, he's, who cares? He's not writing himself anyway. Yeah. I'm my own speech writer. <laughs> yeah, here's Dickie in Kentucky. Dickie, good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm good. What's up with you, kid? Uh, uh, I got a question. We are full point keeper league, 12 team league, and yep. uh, I've got I've got uh, David Johnson and Alvin Kamara. Nice. And I need I pulled David Johnson my first draft. First yeah, but all that's a keeper league. So you're that. you're coming into the league. Those guys are already on your roster, right? Yes. Okay, so what's the question? Well, we can only keep one of them, though. Well, then, Everybody else has to be thrown back in. So so how many guys are you allowed to keep? Just one guy. All right, and the guys that you protected so far are Kamura and Johnson. you got to keep one of them guys. The other guy goes back into the general pop, and it will be part of the draft, right? Right, and I, I lose my first round if I stay with David Johnson. If Kamara, I pulled... If you keep Johnson, you lose your first-round pick? Johnson, yeah, go ahead. Yes. All right, well, and what happens if you keep Kamara? Uh, he's my 10th round, so it, I it's, don't lose anything. It's well, a no-brainer, though. Yeah, exactly. I what, would keep Kamara anyway. I, 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 it's close, but I agree with you on that. What pick do you have in the draft? I'm number seven. Oh, oh. So, yeah, so you can go you can go right back in there. You can get Kareem Hunt, Melvin Gordon, somebody like that, and you'll still have that strong running back combo to start. Yeah, you're good. You're picking, and the good news, sometimes the guy picking seventh, people think that's the worst place to pick because you're seventh going that way, and then what are you, sixth coming back. So you only have, you have two picks in the top 18, as opposed to like the guy that's picking dead last, he gets two picks in the top 13. Yeah. That being said, you got what might be 
the most prolific running back with cash pass catching capabilities in the league. Meaning, when you pick seventh, you know what you should do, Dicky. You should stand up. You make your pick. You drop the mic and go. Now somebody's getting pregnant. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I don't, we don't know if no, Dicky. All right. All right. Now you go. Dicky has spoken. I'm getting all your MFs pregnant. Also, one more quick question. All right. Uh, we're also getting up, picking up a defensive player this year, and, but I don't hear y'all talking about defenses. Because we much, typically so I, do a defensive team. Saturday morning, your man Mike Blewett will break down some IDP talk. There you go. That's uh, good luck to you. And, of course, this is the place to be for all your fantasy questions, which is why I am going to win our fantasy league. Stop it. Which drafts on August no, 26th. Huh? Me and Mike are. You oh, and Mike. Oh, and Mike sucks. <laughs> Full disclosure. Mike doesn't even know if the ball's blown up or stuffed. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. 800-813-9940. 
857, Carton and Friends, 844-843-6879. I think I could squeeze in one more phone call here before we uh, get the update from Bones, so why don't I do that? Here's uh, Chrissy in Brooklyn on with Carton and Friends. Chris, good morning. How are you? Good, Craigie. This is uh, my first time listening to your show, and the morning show ain't nothing without you, man. I agree 100%. Thank you. All right, listen, I got a trade for the Mets to, to give you. All right. Now, I don't agree with trading DeGrom 100%, but if you're going to do it, I think you got to get some of these contracts off the books. So what do you think of this? You trade DeGrom, and you get two of the prospects, say Andujar and Frazier. I'm just throwing two names out at you. Yeah. And you put Bruce's contract in the trade for the Mets. Yeah, the, the issue so is that I, I, like, I like you being creative and all that. The issue is that... They're not giving up Andujar. They've already said it. And they're certainly not doing a package of Andujar and Frazier uh, when they know the Mets will be trading from a position of weakness. The other thing is this, and I said it uh, maybe 45 minutes ago. If you're a diehard Mets fan, I, I wouldn't blow it up. I would keep Mats and Wheeler and Syndergaard and DeGrom. And uh, you know, I, the first move I would make would be to find a better GM. I'm a big fan of Omar Minayas, of course. Everyone knows that. And I would allow him to t- turn the franchise around, much like he did 10 years ago. And I think I think when you start blowing up pitching rotations that are under 30 and potentially very, very good, you know what message does that send to the players and to your fan base? And I'll tell you the other thing I would do. And I said, I've said this for a long time. Nobody wants to listen to me anymore. And I'm sick and tired of not being listened to. Well, you don't talk. (laughs) Fair point. Fair point. Okay, fine. Here's the answer. And it's an answer I've given for many, many, uh, many, many shows on the radio. If you want to turn this crap around, you hire Wally Backman to be the manager of the New York Mets. Why? Period. Stop. Because Wally Backman oversaw their minor league system when he was the best in baseball. Wally Backman played. He's fiery. He won't accept Cespedes' crap or anybody else's. And he knows all the young talent. Wally Backman would flip the script on this in a minute. They just don't have the balls to do it because they're ballless. It's like hire Lenny Dykstra as the bench coach. You can't do that. He talks like this. He's 